0: Welcome back, friends. Hey,
1: welcome back, everybody. Thank this you for joining is us.
0: Chase and Nikki Brown with Rebel Heart Podcast.
1: Episode 2 Woo-woo. Um, thank you all for joining. Um, if you haven't already, feel free to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify. Uh, yeah,
0: I um, put it on Apple Podcasts, but I'm not sure if it's up yet. So we'll let everyone know when it's up.
1: Yeah, we'll update that on our Instagram, so feel free to follow us on Instagram. Um, and also, uh, DM us. Uh, let us know your feedback on the different episodes, uh, as well as if you have prayer requests, we would love to pray for you.
0: Yes, DM us prayer request. I'm working on an email list, um, but that's not done yet, so we'll keep everyone posted on that. But yeah, DM us uh, feedback or prayer request or whatever it is, and share with your friends, too, if you like what we're saying or if it impacted you or if you think that it would be beneficial for someone, just send it over.
1: Yeah, yeah, thank you all. So I'm going to open this uh, episode with a prayer. Um, I just want to pray for us and all the listeners. Um, So dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. Uh, We just ask that you would anoint our words um, and bless the ears and the hearts of anyone receiving it, Lord. Uh, we pray that it aligns directly with your word um, and with your heart um, and that people would be led to you. Um, Father God, we just uh, cover your anointing and uh, cover us with your blood in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So what are we talking about today, babe?
0: We are talking about purpose.
1: Purpose. What is purpose?
0: Purpose well, I'll say the definition of purpose. Oh my gosh, your hair is so messed Sorry guys, I just got distracted. Chase took his hoodie off and his hair is like a cockatoo. I've
1: got morning hair.
0: <laughs> um, okay, back to it. Um, okay, so the definition of purpose. I really like definitions. I just think that they're really insightful. Um, but the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. So, our, we're going to go into what the Bible says our um, purpose is, which is the Great Commission. Um, and that is found in Matthew 28, 19, 19 through
1: 20. You and read it that? says, Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age.
0: So if you didn't know and you're a Christian, you are called to make disciples of all nations. Um, So basically what we want to do in this episode is we want to make this um, scripture more personal. Um, And we just kind of how we got into all of this is John Bever, I don't know if you've heard of him, but he came and spoke at our church and he spoke this message about purpose and calling. um, And he really broke down it. Uh, he broke down um, the word nations like on a more personal, um, basically a per- more personal idea of um, this verse. And so that's what we're going to kind of talk about today. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, John Bevere, he, he's incredible. Uh, he has awesome resources. He has a free app with all different types of teachings and messages and books, so Definitely check him out. Um, His ministry is Messenger X International. Um, And this really impacted me personally, um, especially after this message, um, talking about calling and purpose, because it's always been an area where I've struggled, um, especially understanding what was my purpose in life. Was it just a career and make money and eventually have kids and a family? Um, But as a son and daughter of God, our greatest purpose is the great commission is to build his kingdom and to build the church. And we are the church and just some of the different areas where it impacted me was God speaking to me through the message, um, that he wants me to step in and know my purpose, um, that he loves me unconditionally. And, uh, it's up to me with how pleased he is with me. Um, and what I mean by that is being pleased by walking out in my purpose and in my calling and, um, you know, doing the things that um, he had planned for me to do. Mm-hmm. And, and
0: I was also going to just say the, um, the word nations, actually when it's um, the actual meaning of it in Greek is more so talking about like a group of people or like a sphere. So when I say breaking this down to more like more of a personal standpoint, I mean that we're not necessarily called to um, make disciples of nations. Like when we think of nations, we think big, large groups of people. And maybe that is what you're calling it is. It might be. Um, but on a more personal note, it's your, basically your sphere of influence. So your sphere of influence in your friend group, your sphere of influence in your family, your sphere of influence in the work that you do. Um, that's where we're actually called to bring the kingdom of God. It's not, um, just for people who stand on a pulpit. It's not just for people. So that's really where it like caught our heart. We needed, um, we needed to grasp that. Everybody needs to grasp that because it's definitely um, not something that we've really considered, I guess. Or, um
1: Yeah, and I mean, that's impactful because when you understand what you're called to do um, and at the core of what your purpose is on this earth, that helps you to align with the way you live and the way yeah. you believe. and. The way we live as believers determines how we will spend eternity.
0: Yeah. So it's not just like it changes your perspective when you're doing your work. It changes your perspective when you're spending time with your family. It changes your perspective literally when you wake up every day and part of it is partnering with God. What do you want? What it? What does it look like for me? What is my calling? What is my purpose? And I think it can look different in different seasons too. Um, But you can't get there without God. You
1: literally can't. I mean, how how many of you have ever felt lost in what you were supposed to be doing or, you know, who you were supposed to become? I know that's something that challenges so many people growing up is, oh, am I going to be a doctor? Am I going to be a lawyer? Am I going to be, you know, a professional athlete or a celebrity? But it's not your career, Mm -hmm. that is your purpose. That is an American way of thinking is, you know, how am I going to make money and how am I going to live my life? But your life is much greater and it's much more impactful to those around you. So understanding that discipling to the nations, that's our calling. And if we always just look around at you know, that's somebody else's job to do, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm just supposed to attend church and get fed or I'm supposed to, you know, whatever that may be. I mean, I was the same way. I mean, I'm coming up on 30 years old and this message was so impactful. And I mean, this really helped to kickstart just even us doing this podcast. Yeah.
0: And also it doesn't always mean maybe that like, if you haven't been listening to God or you're not walking in necessarily what he's calling you to, it doesn't mean that you are in the wrong place. You may be in the, in the right career field. You may be where you need to be, but you might be missing what God is actually calling you to bring to that area. And, like, I have an example just in my own work how my perspective shifted, like, in my own business. And, um, you know, even before I kind of caught fire and, like, we walked into this new season – um, I knew that I was, and p- part of your calling too, which we'll, t- I don't know if we'll talk a ton about this today, but is walking in your gifts, um, the gifts that God has actually placed in, in your, in your life, um, that we're call- part of our purpose and calling is to walk in our gifts. And so, um, I have super creative gifts and so, you know, I know that I'm walking in what I'm supposed to be doing, but my, so I'm a brand designer. I think I said that on the last podcast, um, but God started showing me what there, that there was deeper meaning to branding. So branding is actually giving a business identity. And he was speaking to me about how if I partner with him in the clients that I'm working with, that it's shifting the atmosphere from just designing something to actually giving life and giving identity to my clients and not just for their business, but for their career and for their life. And, um, yeah, it just really shifted. It shifted my perspective. So even when I go into work now, I'm praying before I do my work, I'm asking Holy spirit to anoint me, to give me new ideas, to give me new strategies, because there's a whole other realm that half the time, as Christians, we're not even tapping into and God wants to bring so much to whatever you're doing. And it doesn't have to even be in work. It can be in other areas, but there's just a whole tank of Mm -hmm. revelation and blessing and just so many things breakthrough, um, that we half the time don't even tap into.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's so good. I mean, it's all about just like how we spoke in the last podcast about listening and obeying, and where mm-hmm. that kind of starts is perspective. So, you know, with regard to purpose, shift your perspective and live today and the rest of your days with a purpose. You'll not be judged according to what you did, but rather according to what you were called to do.
0: Mm-hmm. And th- that's an that's another like huge thing, which I actually had notes about this at the end, but I think I'm just going to say it here. I kind of lived my Christian life thinking that I'm called to just not sin, yeah, <laughs> yep. Like, seriously, if I really... that's all it was,
1: if that's all our Christianity was, um, you know, and, and salvation was it, you just don't have to sin...
0: But it's like, no, you are called not to sin, but it's not necessarily because of the sin. It's because the sin is what keeps you from doing what God called you to do. So So yes, we are called to live in a pure place, to live according to God's plans, but God's plans do not have sin in them. So yes, we're called to not sin, but the story doesn't stop there. And honestly, I think a lot of my Christian life, That's what part of what I battled with because it felt like, oh, I'm just supposed to not sin. Well, I don't, that doesn't make sense to me. It's like, no, there's so much more on the other side of not sinning. Exactly. You you have to, you know, you have to, you have to seek the, the after you have to seek the vision. You have to seek the calling, the purpose, or you're not going to have a reason to, Put the drugs down, or put the alcohol down, or whatever it is. It could be little stuff too, or to um,
1: forgive and love your neighbor, exactly. and to you know uh, all all the different it's things. Like
0: why do that stuff if there's if you know if there's no if if you don't know what is what's on the other side?
1: Yeah, I mean that's so good, and that really kind of segues us into. Once you understand your purpose and understand um, what God calls us to do, there is there's an issue that goes on because everyone is called, but few will listen. And do you mm-hmm. want to speak about that?
0: Yeah. Um, Matthew twenty two fourteen says, Many are called, but few are chosen. Um, and I kind of caught on to this a little bit when I was reading Genesis and going through like the people who were called Abraham, um, Jacob and Isaac and the, in between their calling and what God was speaking to them and doing in their lives, there's a whole bunch of like lineages and generations. And I was like, what is it about these people? What is it about the people who are, you know, even just in my life, I've always wondered like, what is it about the person that's on the pulpit? What is it about the person who's writing the book? What is it about these people that, I mean, obviously there's characteristics in people that God loves and that, um, that he uses, but I honestly think that these people are just willing to listen and obey. They're willing to set their, their own selfish ways down. They're willing to take the path that that God has set for them. And you know, that's, it's, it's easy and it's hard.
1: Oh yeah, (laughs) for sure.
0: In a lot of ways it's hard and a lot of ways it's easy because his path is so much better and you can't really, um, you can't really know what that feels like until you actually do it. But yeah, his ways are just,
1: it's also hard because you grow up and your instinct is to to make your own way. It's to, you know, learn from others around you. It's to uh, desire for a specific life, or you know, emulate uh, either your role models or your idols, whatever you may call it. But whenever it comes to stepping into the fullness of life, you have to have that God given purpose that drives that that true identity because we have so many people that have identity issues that have, you know, anxiety or depression or, and, and there's many different forms of that. But one of the issues that I personally faced was depression around career and purpose. And with finding a career through accident, through a temp agency, through closed doors, God has worked all of these different things for my good. Yeah. Yeah. And I have been able to step into the presence of God and be thankful and learn from pursuing my own purpose, but understanding that there is so much more and greater in surrendering. And that's kind of been a word over this season is surrender. Mm-hmm. And you can't follow God's purpose without surrendering the the self-designed purpose that you had outside of him
0: yeah and he can he can still move and he can still bless you it's not about that it's that there's so much more there's so much more blessing there's so much more reward in walking what he has for you and part of that is seeking a personal relationship with him too which is why it's so important to have a personal relationship with him because he's always speaking to us. Um, he's always He's always telling us um, something. And so I'm just reminded of a time just the other day I was having a quiet time and I was sitting and something just felt off like it was my concentration or something just didn't feel right, It didn't feel normal. And so I was talking to God about that. I was like, what is going on? And he said, you you didn't do this. I asked you to do this and you didn't do this. And I was just, I experienced the fear of God in a new way that I hadn't really experienced before. So when... When we talk about walking in his purpose, walking in his calling, listening and obeying, it's in the small things too. It's not necessarily these big things. And if we don't have a personal relationship with him where we are hearing his voice and listening and obeying, we're missing the things that he has for us. So in that moment I repented and I was like, I'm, I'm so sorry. I should have taken you seriously because he was like, I'm not going to tell you to do something that's not going to be good for you. Yep. You might not understand. Um, I've had situations, you know, where he asks me to do something and I'm, I don't understand. I'm like, well, well, why? This doesn't make any sense to me, but he always knows better. And I honestly may not have the answer to everything. Uh, I think sometimes we get to an answer eventually in some scenarios, but not always, but we have to get to a place where we're always listening and obeying. And you just can't do that if you're not hearing his voice.
1: Yeah. And it definitely... When when you start to listen and obey and start to understand what he's calling you to do and what your purpose is, it fuels you. It gives you a fire and a desire for life, and it gives you a greater perspective of why you're here. And at the core of who we are, we need to know why we're here. If not, you become lost, mm-hmm. and you be- become doubtful, and you become uh, you start to question and. For anyone going through that, um, it's very challenging and difficult, and it feels lonely. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you don't know that Which God you. Which is half of you, what
0: depression is, really.
1: Exactly. And at the end of the day, you know, I can only speak from this because I've gone through it. And uh, for anyone that's going through that. God yearns for you to know his calling. It's mm-hmm. not a mystery and scripture points it out, you know, before you run a race, you have to know the route. If not, you're just gonna keep running blindly That's and, good. you know, never finish the race. And, you know, I'm gonna read a couple of scriptures here that directly point to, you know, God telling us what uh that, that He has a purpose for us and even a unique purpose. So mm-hmm. Ephesians two ten for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. God prepared your your walk beforehand. That was before you were born. He's not making this up on the go. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's our choice to step into it. Or, you know, if we're not in relationship with God and we're not listening, you can miss your calling and psalm 139:16 your eyes saw my unformed substance in your book were written every one of them the days that were formed for me when as yet there was none of them again before you were even formed before um before time our book was written ephesians 4:12 their responsibility is to equip god's people to do his work and build up the church the body of christ it is clearly written what our calling is and just like Nikki mentioned earlier, it's not just ministry. It's in relationships. It's in work. It's in businesses. It's in everyday life. It's in the way you love other people. It's in the way you treat other people. And, you know, if you are struggling with purpose or calling, turn to God, read scripture, get in the word, be intimate with with the Lord and seek his voice because he yearns for you to know what your calling and purpose is.
0: Yeah. And that just reminds me too of the story of Ishmael and Isaac. Um, Ishmael was born basically from a place of unfaithfulness because God had spoken to Abraham and Sarah and told them that they were going to have a son and Sarah was barren. And so she didn't believe that she could have a son. And so out of unfaithfulness, she Had her servant Hagar sleep with Abraham, and Ishmael was born. But God promised Isaac, and Isaac did come eventually. And, you know, it talks, it says in scripture that Ishmael, his life was blessed. His, he really did bless Ishmael and he protected him and Hagar. So you can even out of your own unfaithfulness or um, lack of uh, trust in God's plan. And when we selfishly, I kind of see it as we take our own life in our hands and we make our own path and Mm -hmm. we make our own decisions. Um, when we do that, God can still bless us and protect us, but look at the difference between Ishmael's life and Isaac's life. Isaac literally was the one who was the catalyst to bringing nations to God. And I don't, I don't want to have the, The partial blessing. That's that's not what we're called to. We're not called to that. And the only thing standing in between the partial blessing is us just actually trusting him, surrendering to him and taking the path that he's created for us.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that gets into, you know, not only the blessings on earth, but eternal, you know, what our reward system is. And scripture even talks about a reward system. Uh, Just like we had mentioned, you're, you're not judged on your works, uh, but what your calling was,
0: which is crazy because can <laughs> we just talk about that for a second, because that's a sobering like straight up chills go down your spine. Sobering.
1: Think about it. I mean, he didn't
0: call us like we said earlier, he didn't call us to just live a life that weren't where we're not sinning. He's calling us to walk in our calling. And that's actually what we're going to be judged by when we get to heaven. As Christians, we will stand before the judge and be judged by Jesus. Yeah. Be judged by how we walked our life. Did we walk in what he was calling us to? And that's not like, you know, standing with a gavel and like, you know, beating you over the head for not God is gracious and he's forgiving and um, no, all but, of your those things, but your rewards are based on
1: yeah that judgment, and Scripture points to it. Um, just like in uh, second uh, second John uh, verse eight, watch yourselves so that you may not lose what we have worked for, but may win a full reward. Mm-hmm. First Corinthians nine twenty four. So run your race that you may lay hold of the prize and make it yours. So just like in second John eight they mention a full reward and a full reward is reigning beside Jesus for eternity. No reward is having everything burned up before you. And a partial reward is anywhere in between. And I don't know about you, but I want a full reward. Mm -hmm. I want what God is calling for me. I understand the importance of purpose and calling and it is something that, like you said, it's sobering. And out of all the love and blessing and everything, the reason why God has a calling for us is because we are builders. We are builders of the kingdom. We have a responsibility to disciple the nations, mm-hmm. to bring others to the kingdom of Jesus, and
0: we're we're literally working towards something. Yes. And that's something I was going to talk about too. In scripture, God is always pointing towards something. In In scripture, it was pointing to G, uh, Jesus coming. And then it was pointing to um, his resurrection. And now it's pointing to him returning and us being with him. Like scripture, God was always pointing to something. We are working towards something. And as Christians, we're not called to work in our, own, in our own manner. We're not called to create our own lives. That's why we have a purpose and a calling. So we have a path. It's like a map.
1: And his ways are greater than our ways. And
0: that's what I was going to say too. The reward. I fully believe that there's going to be a reward in heaven. But I also believe that we receive our reward here on earth too. For sure. And so we don't have to just. We will have a reward in heaven. But we don't have to wait for it all I believe that there are
1: pieces that we get here and well think about blessings think about favor think about miracles think Mm -hmm. about you know um, community and connection and
0: well even just even just um you know speaking sharing our testimony sharing what God's doing if it is changing anyone's heart that's a win in my book whether it be God blesses us in the midst of it he wants to give us a rich life he wants to give us a blessed life but really in all of this it's the bigger reward is that that we're doing what he's calling us to and hopefully at some point we're bringing people into the kingdom of god so that they can do that and they can do that which is um, multiplication which we're also called to multiply uh read the book by john Bevere, messenger x because it talks all about multiplication um but yeah
1: I, I mean, that's so good. And, you know, what's interesting about um, pointing to the future, C.S. Lewis had a great quote from one of his books. If you read history, you will find that that the Christians who did most for the present world were precisely those who thought of the next. Mm. It is since Christians have largely ceased to think of the other world, eternity, that they have become so ineffective in this one. Mm-hmm. So just like scripture points to the future, having a perspective of what you do in this life impacts eternity and Mm -hmm. it doesn't just impact your eternity. Think about all of the souls that you will bring to the kingdom when you share the gospel. Think about all of the lives that will be changed when you share your testimony of healing or um, breaking of strongholds and bondage or think of the generational curses that you'll mm-hmm. break off for your family down the line as you seek healing it is and your it- responsibility and it is your calling to build the kingdom and that is even in your own life to impact others
0: yeah and it's like something that we've you know been that we were talking about in marriage counseling is looking at the bigger picture. There's a bigger picture. The bigger picture is is that this is not our home. The bigger picture is heaven. The bigger picture is Jesus returning and coming back for his bride. And if you're focused on just what's happening in your daily life and you're missing out on the god godly perspective you're missing out on the heavenly perspective you are missing what he's doing yeah and you're missing out on the kingdom of heaven
1: well when you think of that think about how much time we have on earth and then compare that to eternity mm-hmm. now now just think about that for a second lifespan in america is what 80 Maybe 90. I think the oldest person on earth is like 140, which is crazy to even think about.
0: I know I'm reading scripture and it's like, this person lived to 400 years old. I'm like, oh my (laughs) God.
1: But just think about that. That compared to eternity is nothing. Mm -hmm. It's not even a grain of sand Mm -mm. on the beach. It's not even a drop of water in the ocean. It is eternity. And whenever you think about the works that you do today for your calling, for your purpose on this earth, that gives you a supernatural energy. That mm-hmm. can help to break you out of a rut. That can, there yeah, is you so come, much power.
0: Every time that's, and that's kind of what I was talking about when I had that moment when I was journaling, You know, and God said, you didn't do what I asked you to do. I truly believe that every time we listen and obey, we come under his authority, we come under his blessing, we come under more of the power of the Holy Spirit, we come under more of his presence. Like we co- we continuously come under more and more of him when we are submitting and listening, obeying and surrendering. So uh, good. I was going to share that story really quick cuz since we're just talking about vision and that our God wants to give us vision for what's coming and that he's always pointing to something. Um, Before, before I had made the decision to stop drinking, I had a moment with Holy Spirit. Uh, this was kind of the catalyst of just the season that we kind of talked about. We didn't talk a whole lot about, we did talk a little bit about the season that we're actually in, but it was a transitioning out of kind of a dark season into a new season and, I had a moment where I was taking a bath and I don't know why God likes his Holy Spirit likes to talk to me when I'm taking a bath. <laughs>
1: <Just> <laughs> I don't like know if it's something episode. about water. <laughs> yeah. It's either something. walks and baths that will bring you closer to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but I was taking a bath and I heard Holy Spirit say you're pregnant. And for anyone who's listening, I'm not pregnant, but, um, this was just a really cool moment that I had with Holy Spirit. So, In my, you know, just flesh, in my kind of like immaturity, I guess you could say, I honestly thought that I was pregnant. So I went through that month thinking like the Lord has spoken to me. We are having a child. It's going to be so exciting. And when that didn't happen, I had a little season of disappointment and just really wrestling with God. Chase and I both did because I was I shared that was um a tough season. I shared with him kind of what was going on and honestly there was a lot more in that. Um and we'll kinda we're actually trying for a baby right now, so part of part of this um is kinda pulled into that side of it too. But basically what God was saying was that we were actually pregnant in the spirit with new life and new vision. And so when I finally was like, okay, I, you know, I put my hands up and I just, I surrender to what, what are you saying? What are you trying to speak to me through um, this with? And he did, he started speaking to me um, just about what he was going to do. He started giving me eyes for the future and for this season. And, something that's so important in seeking what he's doing and what he's saying is that so we can come under his, um, his purpose and we can guard ourselves in that season so we can stay on guard. So through that, because God has given us eyes for this season and what he's doing, it's allowed us to partner with him and operate Um, basically partner with heaven. So we're bringing heaven on earth right now. So what's happening in the spirit, we're actually partnering with God and it's been a beautiful season. And so he spoke to me that before... I ever made the decision to stop drinking and he knew what was coming. He knew that I was going to do that. And he knew that that was going to be the catalyst to our shift. And so it was, it's just an amazing thing because we've been able to start praying. We've been able to start contending for us having a baby whenever that time comes. And he's been able to speak to us about what our family is going to look like. And before we really didn't have a lot of vision for our family. Um, And so he's done so many things through telling us what's going on. And really a lot of that too has allowed us to start praying in certain areas or coming together in certain areas and really guarding our hearts when things come along because the enemy is going to try and come and attack you where you're called. Yep. And God wants to give you eyes and vision for what he's doing so that you're on guard, so that you're standing, so that you're armed, so that when the enemy comes and, um, you know, knocks at the door, you can whip out your sword or you can, <laughs> you know, have your armor on. Yeah. And we just had a situation uh yesterday that something kind of tried to come in and and break you and and God gave me eyes for what was going on in the spirit and I was like uh uh-uh, uh this ain't going to happen <laughs> so we sat here. down and prayed and you know we were able to just get through that more quickly but when we don't have vision yep. for what God is doing it's hard to come against and have eyes for what the enemy is doing. It's hard to be like, Oh, actually, no, this is what God says. So I'm not going to step, I'm not going to step into what the enemy is doing because this is what God says over here. Yeah. And so it's just, yeah, he's- that's so
1: good. I mean, that's, that's what it's all about is understanding that when you come into alignment with God's word, you come into alignment with his purpose and you come into alignment with what he says, then you have the weapons and the defense to fight against the kingdom of darkness Mm -hmm. and to rebel against it. Mm -hmm. And that's so good. Um, You know, is there anything else that you want to share before we close?
0: We were going to kind of touch on pain. Okay. And um, so basically just a little bit, kind of a little bit of what I, Talked about, but our pain—you'll hear this all the time from Chase and I—that you need to deal with your stuff. Yes, that you have to deal with your stuff. You have to let God come in and and deal with your pain because he he can use us in our brokenness, but it's from Him mending our brokenness that He will use us. Um, we are called to. To have him.
1: He loves you and he wants you to be healed. He gives you the authority and he gives you the strength and he's equipped those around you and he's he can equip you through the Bible, but you you need to get healing. Mm-hmm. You need to... I mean, think about trying to take a boat out in the ocean. That has
0: holes in it. That or, has holes in it. You know, the steering wheel is not working right or the, <laughs> you know, whatever it is. Yeah.
1: You, you, and the only reason why we say this is because we have had healing mm-hmm. and I would choose a healed and life we'll be every see- time. We'll
0: be seeking healing the rest of our lives. We're never, you, and I think that there's seasons, there's seasons for us, too, there's seasons that we've that we've sought out more healing that we' felt like things were coming up, and then there's been seasons that maybe we're that's not as much we're always working on stuff with God in our hearts, but some seasons I think look bigger in different ways than other seasons, but yeah we're always we're yes. always seeking healing,
1: yes, and we're not saying healing so that you can be perfect no, no healing is to. Get over and get past with Jesus and get through those things that are holding you back or and those things that are warping or manipulating the way that you see Jesus.
0: Mm-hmm. And your testimony is one of the biggest things that you have. God uses your testimony to reach people. Yes. Um, And we're both going to be sharing more about our testimony, but a lot of the things that we've walked through because we've allowed Jesus to come in and heal them. We have the authority now, which we have the authority for a lot of things, but we have the specific and unique authority to actually speak to those things. And that's something that's really beautiful in, um, in each of your testimony that God can work through you to encourage and bring hope and bring healing to other people. Yes. Amen. Um, And so God gave me a picture because part of, part of the pain piece is that if you look into your pain, there's actually underneath is your true identity. So typically the enemy is going to attack. He's attacking what's already there. Um, so I kind of see it as like God paints us as a picture. The only thing that the enemy can do is come and paint over it. But in the end, the main masterpiece is underneath. So it's underneath our pain is it's basically like an answer to who we are who underneath. God created our us Yeah. To be. So a lot of what's interesting, I was talking to my mom yesterday, a lot of Um, A lot of the areas that I feel like I'm called to were a lot of areas that I struggled with as, as a teenager and as a child. And it's just amazing to see how God has just slowly peeled back the layers and peeled back my pain and you know, my wounds and my hurts. And he's actually revealing who I am, what my true identity is. And everything that the enemy tries to come with is a counterfeit. It's always a counterfeit of what God has really called you to. So I just thought that was cool in your pain. You can actually seek God and find your true identity. And that's part of the reason why you need to deal with your pain because there's a lot of pieces of you that are counterfeit that are, that are not where they're supposed to be.
1: Yeah. Well, I hope you all enjoyed this message, um, today. Um, you know, it's something that is so important and we welcome any questions that you may have or any comments that you have, feel free to DM us. But I just want to close this out by, um, when we get to the other side of eternity and we are being judged by jesus what do we want to hear and i want to hear um you sought me and heard my voice you were obedient to my calling well well done my good and faithful servant and i want you all to ponder on that think about Mm -hmm. uh, what you want to hear and um, god bless you all and have a great week yes
0: till next time